Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is happening, guys? This is Gordon, and this is the show where we talk all things fitness, weight loss, health, and wellness, not just temporarily, but permanently. Welcome to Permafit. Guys, I am so excited to be recording this episode. I have an entire organized, long-term, long-form collection of content to be bringing to you all uh, completely based on most the most recent things that I've been up to and the most recent things that we have been up to here at Permafit, which spans a lot of areas. It spans into performance. It spans into supplementation. It spans into how to create a rock-solid mindset and continue to nurture that over time, which is exactly what this episode is going to be about. Um, it also spans into nutrition. It spans into different ways to keep your body continuing to grow and continuing to improve, even when you feel like you've hit plateaus, right? Because plateaus hit us in a bunch of different ways. There's performance plateaus. There's weight loss plateaus. There's strength plateaus. There's even like mobility plateaus. These are the things most people don't think about, but mobility plateaus, flexibility plateaus. And anyways, the, the point of this podcast and what I really want to focus on here that I'm just so freaking excited to record is what happens when you start to feel pressure. Okay. When you start to feel pressure. So when you're beginning a weight loss journey or when you're beginning a fitness or health journey of any kind, I'm sure most of you listening would agree. It's actually very exciting, right? We get really pumped up in the beginning. We're pumped. We're excited. We're enthusiastic. It's this big new thing that we're bringing into our world. And all of the emotions around that are, are, are flying, right? We've got like basically just dopamine hit after dopamine hit and all this like positive enthusiasm around that. And so when you get started, you start to think about what the outcome is going to be, right? If you're getting started on a journey of any kind, let's just say weight loss journey, right? Which is the majority of what our clients are after in the beginning is a weight loss journey. They, they, they want to lose 40, 50, 60, 70, hundred pounds. And that's great. That's awesome. Okay. So you start there. And when you start there, you start to think about what it's going to be like, at least if you're doing this the right way, Okay, which most people are because it's the natural human condition. It's just the thing that we do. We start to think about what the end goal is going to, to look like. The end game is going to look like. And for a weight loss journey, you might be thinking about what your life might look like 80 pounds lighter, 90 pounds lighter, 50 pounds lighter. You start to think about those things. 
right? And if you're working with someone, if you're talking to a trainer, if you're talking to a coach, if you're talking to a nutritionist or something in there, and they're, they're doing their job well, they'll be asking you those questions so that you can start to connect to that outcome. You can start to connect to that future, okay? So when you're beginning, if you're doing this the right way, and your, your mind is in this place of looking forward, looking ahead, where am I going to be six months from now, a year from now, three months from now, whatever. And what is that going to look like? Well, if you're doing that, it's exciting, right? So I remember when I started my journey in 2008, I, when I really started taking it seriously, I was asked these questions. What would your life look like if you were 80 pounds lighter? What would your life look like if you were 70 pounds lighter? If you wake up tomorrow and you went through a time machine overnight and it's 12 months from now and you are 80 pounds lighter, Gordon, what does that look like? Right. And you start, and, and, and I was able to sort of put that list together. Well, I wouldn't be wearing 40 size 44 jeans. I'd be wearing size 36 jeans or size 34 jeans, right? My waist would be eight or 10 or nine inches smaller than it is now. And that's cool because I can actually go buy clothes easily. Okay. So that's, that's nice. Right. That's, that's cool. Uh, I would get less winded doing normal everyday activities. I can go up and down the stairs 10 times and not feel winded as opposed to when I was starting, man, going up and down the stairs a couple times, I'd start to feel warm, right? I'd be breathing just a little heavier and I'd probably be sweating a little bit, right? And I just would feel uncomfortable. And so that's like one thing. Oh, all, all my, my performance in the gym, I was, I was really into lifting weights, even though I wasn't good at it back then when, before I started my journey, I was kind of like into lifting weights. Well, one of the perks that would come from losing 80, 90 pounds that I remember saying out loud and writing down and thinking about is, man, I would actually be able to improve my performance. I'd be able to improve my performance. Losing all that weight would allow me to improve my performance because I would be leaner and I wouldn't have as much fat mass getting in the way for certain lifts and things. So, and obviously my performance in any sort of athletic activity like playing hockey or running or riding my bike or hiking or anything like that would obviously be significantly improved because I wouldn't have all that extra body fat on my frame, weighing me down, getting in the way, um, putting all that pressure and force on my knees, on my ankles, on my hips, on my shoulders even. So everything gets better. And we already know that. But when you're starting your journey, typically you start to think about those things. It's kind of like, guys, it's kind of like thinking about, and everyone's done this, what it would be like to win the the lottery. Not just like a scratch ticket for 10 grand, but like the actual, like, um, what's the Powerball, right? Like a $500 million or $200 million Powerball. Okay. People start to think about what that would be like. Okay. And you do the math. Everyone does the math. Like, okay, well, if I win 200 million and I take the, the lump sum payout, it ends up being like whatever, a hundred million or something like that. Then you start to think about what that hundred million would do for you, right? What would you do with that hundred million dollars? And it's exciting. It's fun. Okay. And that's, that is actually the thing that prompts a lot of people to go buy a scratch ticket in the first place, even though your chances of succeeding and winning that are like, it tells you the odds, but it's typically something like one in a billion, right? Or one in like several hundred million, your chances are basically zero. Um, the feeling though, and the thought process and the, 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 the human activity that happens in your brain before you do that, when you're thinking about it is actually the same as this. 
It's the same as jumping into a health and fitness and weight loss journey. You get excited thinking about what could be, right? And that's great, okay? And I encourage everyone, when you have that feeling, that's like the hot hand. Ride the hot hand, okay? Ride the hot hand because that is what's going to push you over the starting line. A lot of people will have that feeling, okay? And then they enter this other frame of thinking, which I'll talk about in a second, that keeps them from ever jumping over that starting line and keeps them from ever being successful, ultimately, at the end of the day because they never start. And if you never start, you're never going to have a chance at finishing, right? You can't finish. You can't be successful. You can't achieve the result if you never start. Okay. I'll say that one more time. You can't be successful. You can't win. You can't achieve the result if you never start. Okay. So I can tell you from experience, and maybe you've done this before, when you are starting off in a health and fitness journey, or you're thinking about starting off in a health and fitness journey, one of the things that happens all the time that plagues people into this mindset and lack of activity, which ultimately leads them to never doing anything, never starting, is this paralysis by analysis. Okay, paralysis by analysis. And by the way, that phrase right there, paralysis by analysis or paralysis analysis, however you want to say it, write that down, put that somewhere, keep that in the front of your mind. Okay, so for a long time, and my clients know this as well as my team, I am like a post-it junkie. I'm like kind of a post-it nerd. And the reason is because it helps me freaking win over and over and over and over again. Okay, so I learned a long time ago that keeping something that you want to achieve or keeping, keeping something that you want to be good at in the front of your mind at all times, that redirects your focus there over and over and over again. And when you focus on something, your energy flows to that. So you have a very difficult time not being successful as long as you're focusing on it. Maybe you've heard the expression, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Okay, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Well, if you focus on the thing that you want, then your energy flows there and guess what you avoid? You avoid paralysis by analysis. Okay, so... A minute ago, I mentioned post-its. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Let me explain. So I spend a lot of time, like most of you, in an office, okay? My office happens to be in my home now. That wasn't always the case, but I have a legit home office. This room is used for literally nothing else other than running Permafit, okay? And I don't even, (laughs) this is kind of like a, it's kind of like a half off off limits zone for, for my, my, my son. <laughs> like I, I barely let him in here, uh, because it's a distraction, right? I want to only come in here when I want to be productive. And anyways, so I've got this office, right? And before this, you know, my office was not, it wasn't like this, but anyways, I spent a lot of time in front of a computer. Okay. So for a long time, my office was wherever I was. Okay. I took a laptop around and it would be a coffee shop. It'd be a Starbucks. It'd be a whatever. And then things have changed the last couple of years. But nevertheless, I'm always looking at a screen typically and post-its surround my screen. They surround my monitor. For a long time, they were stuck to my laptop. They were on the keyboard next to the keys, like next to the space bar. I'd have a couple of them on the screen. And even though they blocked a little bit of the screen, I didn't care because I would just move the window on your computer. You have the power to do that, right? 
and the message that I needed to see all day long was there on that post-it. Okay, so anytime I want to be successful in something, especially something new or something that I'm currently not good at, I will write it down, I will put it on a post-it, and I will put it on my monitor or on my keyboard in my office so that I see it like a thousand times a day. And I'll do that, I'll leave it there for months, and I'll read it and I'll, and I'll, I'll get it into my head so frequently over and over and over again, that it's literally like someone is in my head with a a megaphone just yelling this phrase or yelling this thing or yelling this goal or yelling this little action that I need to do or whatever over and over and over again so that it's just constantly ringing in my head. I will do this for the very specific reason of keeping my focus where it needs to be in order to achieve the result. Guys, this is a trait of not just me, but like I didn't, I didn't learn this, my, or I didn't come up with this on my own. This is a trait of goal-oriented people who want to be successful, okay? Of goal-oriented people who want to be successful. They will put the thing that they want to achieve, that they are committed to achieving, they will put that in some kind of message, in some kind of writing, in some kind of reminder, so that they see it over and over and over and over again. Why? Because as humans, we're not naturally focused on one thing. We're easily distractible, okay? Our emotions kick in, and when emotions kick in, they tip it, that, that, those emotions will battle for your brain space, they'll battle your logic, they'll bra- battle your analytical thinking, and they'll battle for that brain space. Okay, so it's very hard to stay focused on something. It's a natural human thing. So how do you combat that? You combat that by making sure you have little hooks in place throughout your daily routine, throughout your daily um, whatever, your activities, to redirect your focus over and over again. Because why? Guys, your focus is where your energy is always going to go. Always. If you're not focused on something, so if you allow yourself to get distracted over and over and over again, then your energy is going to be basically just dispersed. Like it's not really going to be built up and able to drive any momentum in any direction. Okay. It's going to be all over the place. You're going to have a little bit here. You're going to have a little bit there. You're going to have a little bit over here. And you're going to basically be half-assing in all these areas and not really succeeding in any of them. Not, not to the level that you want to be, not to the level of potential that you, you absolutely have, okay? So that right there is super important, guys, is understanding that where your focus goes, your energy is always going to flow. And if, you're, if you find yourself throughout the year or throughout the past few months or whatever, that you're starting and stopping and starting and stopping. And you know, you're, you're dedicated Monday through Thursday or Monday through Wednesday. And then you get lazy the last couple days of the work week. And then you get even lazier and more complacent over the weekend. And you allow yourself to self-sabotage. You allow yourself to binge. You allow yourself to go off the rails. Understand that it's a lack of focus that's getting you there. That's, that's causing that. And you may not think so. You may think it's much deeper than that. And you may think it's, there's all these other, these all, others are, all these other contributing factors and there might be other contributing factors, but they are not the responsible factor. Does that make sense? They're not the thing that is causing that. They're not the thing that is making you make those decisions. What's happening is a lack of focus. And it's, again, it's not easy to continuously focus on something. It's not easy. And I will say it's, 
it's kind of boring <laughs> sometimes. But I just had a conversation um, yesterday or two days ago, yesterday, I think, with one of my coaches about this, this specific thing. And it was really just a, a reframing of of what we already know. And it was it was really about this one specific thing, look where your focus goes, your energy flows. And as soon as you take your foot off the gas pedal, guess what happens? You start slowing down. If you take your foot off, and it's just like a car, you just take your foot off the acceleration, off the accelerator, you're, you're no longer going to be progressing. Okay. You're the inertia that you built up, the momentum that you built up that might carry you through a couple of days or whatever that might carry you through a little bit, but it's going to fizzle out very quickly and you're going to come to a standstill. Okay. And in terms of health and fitness, there's only really two directions you can go at any given time. You can be growing or you can be dying. You can be progressing or you can be regressing. There is no such thing really as just like maintaining. Okay. Now there is, there is, but there's not. So when I talk about maintenance, with people, because a lot of people will listen to this and say, well, hey, what do you, t- you, you know, you talk about maintenance calories, you talk about maintenance, maintaining your results for the long term. Yes, I understand. But keep in mind with the human body, the human body is an organism, right? It's an organism. There's cells. It's, it's, it's a biology. It's a biological entity. And because of that, it never has the true ability to just stay static. It doesn't happen. Your body is always changing every millisecond of every minute of every hour of every day of every month of every year. Okay. Your body is always changing. It's evolving. It's growing. New cells are being made. New cells are going away. Things are atrophying. Things are, 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 are changing, right? They're strengthening They're strong, becoming stronger. Maybe you're experiencing hypertrophy in your muscles, right? That's a rebuilding of things. So because of that, if you know that, if you acknowledge that, if you understand that, then you know that maintaining weight or maintaining a physique is really just the delicate balance of not growing too much and not reversing, not regressing too much. You're, you're, you're doing this like push pull at the same time. Okay. That's really what maintenance is. And when it comes to the human body, you're, you're never really maintaining statically. Okay. You're either growing or dying. You're either improving or you're going backwards. And that's a really important and kind of, it's a really important concept. It's also kind of a hard pill to swallow for some people I've learned, but it's not, you know, there's no sense in getting emotional about that. There's no sense in trying to argue with it. There's no sense in trying to like feel anything about that other than it's just the truth. It's just the way it is, right? That it, that's it. It's, it's just like, you know, the sky is, is blue and clouds are white and grass is green and whatever. Like it's, it's just matter of fact. Okay. And because of that, and that's the beauty of science, right? No one can argue with it. It just is what it is because of that. It actually makes everything so much easier because you don't have to think about that. Okay. Uh, so where am I going with all this? Where I'm going is your body always needs attention. This is going, this is a non-negotiable for the rest of your life. Just the, 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 the thing that we inherited as humans is this responsibility to, it's an obligation really, to maintain a high level of health and wellness, to maintain our weight at a weight that is healthy, that is working for us instead of against us, to maintain a lean mass that is working for us instead of against us. That is our obligation, okay? And for all of you, you know, mama bears out there, papa bears, you guys have kids, 
like I do, you have a family, maybe you're married, it's even more of a responsibility. It's even more of an obligation, right? Because now you have others that are looking at you and they're not just looking at you to, to depend on you to provide for them in terms of actual like handouts, like money, a roof over their head, stuff like that, although that is part of it. But the other thing that they're looking for from you is they may not even know this. They may not realize it, but I promise you it's true. Your family, your closest people in your life, they're looking at you to be that example. Okay. They're looking for you to be that example. Okay. And here's how I know this. Okay. You are the average of the five or so people that you spend the most time with. You just are. Okay. This is just, this is a human nature thing too. We can't undo this. It just is what it is. We naturally will find ourselves at the, the, the average point, the central point between the four or five or six or so people that we spend the most time with. That's just the reality. And where it's going to show up is in your habits, in your routines, in your income, in your social status, in your political views, in your religious views. All those things are influenced by the people around you. So if you hang around with people who are overweight and don't care about their health, and maybe they're not even overweight, maybe, maybe they just happen to be given good genetics and their, their metabolism is very high, but maybe, you know, they could be thin and still be extremely unhealthy, right? But if you're hanging around with people that don't prioritize their health at all, and they don't really care about it, and they don't work out, they don't, they don't have any interest in becoming better in those areas, guess what? You're naturally going to feel some of that. And you're naturally going to bring yourself to a lower level of performance. Even if you do work out a few days a week right now, even if you do try to eat whole foods a lot or whatever you consider to be healthy, I'm not going to get into the nuances of that right now. But even if you try to do the right things here, if you're hanging around with a bunch of people that do the opposite, then you're not going to be taking it as seriously. You're not going to be following through to the level that you should. And you're not going to get the result that you absolutely can get if you have a different group of people around you, a different proximity. Okay, so when you are recognizing these things, then you start to be able to recognize that, okay, <laughs> I may not be where I can be. I, wait, I may not be where I know I'm capable of getting. And I may not be putting myself in the right environment to get there. And I may be someone who was continuously starting and stopping because I like the novelty of getting going. I like the novelty and the excitement of starting something new and kind of seeing or thinking about that end result that could be, right? And and I just, you, know, you like that feeling so much that you just, you do this over and over and over and over again. Guys, this is one of the things that we see all the time with people who, again, start off really strong on a Monday and they, they just kick major ass all day long, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then maybe Thursday, they're at like 90% effort. And then maybe Friday, they're at like 80% effort. And then Saturday, they're at 10% effort. And Sunday, they're at 11% effort, like nothing, right? What, what that's going to do, guys, it's going to disrupt the consistency that your body is looking for, okay? And when you do that, when you follow through three, three days out of seven, four days out of seven, right? That's like 40, 50% of the time. Guess what's going to happen with your health and your fitness goals? 
you're never going to reach them. You're never going to reach them. You're going to make little baby steps forward. Then you're going to make those same baby steps backwards. Then you're going to make baby steps forward. And then the baby steps backwards again, over and over and over. You're going to repeat that cycle. This is extremely common, guys. It's extremely common. And as you're going through this process, what begins to happen is you start to feel pressure. Okay, now pressure typically shows up in a couple different times in someone's journey. Okay, and the one I want to focus on here today in this show, in this episode, is the pressure that you feel when you are starting to see results. And because this is where people lose it. And this is the this is probably the instance where people not only lose their results, but they also lose any momentum emotionally, logically, uh, physically. They lose all that momentum, all that inertia, and they regress backwards in a big, big, big way. And then they start to tell themselves things like, I'm a failure. I'm never going to get there. This wasn't meant for me. This is just how I am. And all that kind of stuff, which we know isn't true. Okay. It's just a dialogue that we're having with ourselves. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about pressure guys. Let's talk about pressure as you're continuing to see results, as you're continuing to be successful. And by the way, if you're doing this the right way, then you're not fully committed to like a a crash diet. You're not fully committed to something that is unsustainable. You're not fully committed to some like bullshit thing. That's just really not for you. It's not something you can see yourself doing for very long. If the, I don't recommend any of those things. Okay. What I recommend is that you find a strategy that is actually built for the long term. It's actually sustainable. It's actually something you can do for an extended period of time. And that's what we focus on here. Okay. And permafit. That's why I built this company is to, to show you how you can actually, for example, eat the things that you actually want to eat and still see results for the long term. You know, you can work out, but not obsessively and see results for the long term. Okay. And, and again, if you're doing this right, then that will be your, your MO, I guess on a, on a day-to-day week-to-week basis. And you'll continue to see results over and over and over again, despite any little, uh, bumps in, in the road, despite any, any little spikes in pressure that you might be feeling. But even with all that guys, pressure still happens. Pressure will still come up. It'll still, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll pin the needle, so to speak, and you'll start to feel that you'll start to feel pressured. So a good example of this is someone who might be three or four months into their journey, six months into their journey. And let's just say they've lost 40 pounds or something. Okay. So just pick a number. They've lost 40 pounds. Things are going well. They're doing all right. Okay. They're, they're not restricting themselves like crazy in terms of food, you know, they're just, they're hitting their, their targets, the parameters that make sense for them and their goals. They're working out in accordance and in alignment with their goals, maybe three days a week, maybe four days a week, whatever. And they're kicking ass and they're doing great. Well, after a certain amount of time, everyone's a little bit different here, but after a certain amount of time, you start to feel a little bit of pressure, like, man, okay, I'm doing well, but I'm also still so far away from my goal. And you start to have all these, these conversations with yourself. And one of them that I hear a lot is this fear of failing. Okay. Even though for the past three, four five, six months, you've been just dynamite in terms of showing up and kicking ass, you might have this feeling of, well, what if I fail? 
right? And those sort of thoughts start to creep in. And as soon as you let one of those in, they're like, it's like a weed, right? It's going to grow and then more are going to follow. And then there's more and more and more. And even if you push them back, guess what? Just like weeds, they grow right back, right? They grow right back. They come right back in. And this is always going to happen, guys. It's always going to happen. You got to clear that stuff out and you got to let the, the, the good stuff kind of take over. And once that stuff, the, the, those bad thoughts, that pressure starts to grow back in your mind, you need to cut it down again. And then you need to cut it down again and then cut it down again over and over and over again. And guys, it's always going to happen. We talk to ourselves 60 to 90,000 times a day. Think about that. 60 to 90,000 internal conversations with yourself every single day. Okay. Chances are you can only remember maybe 20 of those. Okay. 20, not 20,000, 20. (laughs) So there's 60 to 90,000 times you have internal dialogue with yourself. If you let these weeds creep in, if you let this pressure creep in and you just sit there in it and you're just bathing in it, well, guess what happens guys? Your mindset goes to absolute shit. And when that happens, it's so much harder to get that momentum going again, which is why, and I know this about myself, I'm no different, okay? I know this about myself, which is why I keep post-its everywhere in my office and I see them all day long and it keeps those weeds at bay, okay? This is a trait of someone who is just goal-oriented, okay? And I'm not even talking about just myself. A lot of people have different ways of doing this. Some people do journaling every day. Some people change the home screen on their phone to what it is they need to focus on so that they see it every time they pick up their phone, every time. I've never really done that. Maybe I should, I don't know, but post-its are working great for me. Some people put post-its or notes on their bathroom mirror, okay, or on their steering wheel, I've seen that, or on their refrigerator, whatever, Right? And I've found that the reason people don't do this a lot, even after I talk about it, is because they don't want other people to see it and then have to talk about it with them. They don't want to have to explain themselves as to why they have a note on their steering wheel that says, make sure you drink water at every hour on the hour or something like that, right? Whatever it is that you need to do. Okay. Most people are afraid of what other people will think about them doing this. And that's what prevents them from going all in, which is just madness to me. Okay. So anyways, here's the deal guys, that pressure is going to come in anyway, right? But here's the cool thing about pressure. And this is a big distinction that I made that took a long time, but hear these words, let them sink in and let it, let, let just let yourself really digest this so that you can understand it. Pressure can go two ways. Okay. Pressure can cause you to grow like a diamond. Okay. Diamonds, right? Everyone knows what a diamond is, but not a lot of people know how diamonds are formed. Okay. Diamonds are formed through excessive pressure in basically in rocks, right? Underground. Okay. And it's one of the most rare metal or rare, rare stones, It's got an extremely high value, right? We use it in jewelry. It can cut glass. Like there's, there's a lot of whatever about diamonds. Okay. But they're formed under pressure, right? I don't know the exact, I think it's like carbon under pressure creates a diamond. I think that's what it is, but they're formed under pressure, immense, immense, immense levels of pressure. So that is what I always visualize. And in fact, this, that I'm visualizing this right now. And this is what I visualize when I start to feel pressure. 
Okay, when I start to see these post-it notes around my monitor, this is what I think about. I visualize a diamond forming and it starts off with just like a single molecule, right? It's like super, 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 even at the like atomic level, just small, microscopic, you can't even see it. But pressure starts to change that molecular structure, that atomic structure and pressure, 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 pressure continues to change the structure of that object so that it forms into what we know is a diamond, right? And I kind of like, I almost like picture myself, like all these walls closing in, the ceiling closing in, right? And I'm, I'm just, I'm being like squeezed from all sides or put, pushed from all sides. And I see myself, I, I, I know this sounds crazy, but I visualize myself like basically growing from that. Like all that pressure just causes me to kind of like, like step out of my shell, break out of my shell into a new level of, of myself. And as, as weird as that might sound to some of you, I'm telling you right now, if you take that mentality and you adopt it, then you're going to have a much better outlook on everything. And all of this stuff is going to be easier for you. Okay. Because what most of you are doing, you're probably not realizing this. If you're one of those people who ends up struggling a lot, which by the way, that was me from about 2003 to 2008. There's about a five year span where I did all this. I struggled hard. And I, instead of making progress, I put on weight every year. Okay. For five straight years, I went from obese to the bottom end of morbidly obese. Okay. That was not a fun experience. Despite all my efforts, despite going to the gym, despite trying to eat well, just all that stuff, I realized that everything I'm talking about in this episode is exactly what I was experiencing. And it's exactly what the majority of our clients are experiencing before they start working with us. Okay. And it's, it's, it's this. So here's the thing with pressure, right? Yes, it can create a diamond. That's awesome. That's great. But pressure can also create a leaky busted ass water pipe right? Think about a pipe in your house. Okay. It's, it's pumping water from the basement up to your second floor bathroom sink. Cool. It's under pressure. It's sitting there. There's water in the pipe and it's, it's, it's pressurized. So as soon as you open that faucet, guess what? That water starts pouring out. Well, guess what? Okay. Guess what? If that pressure gets too high in that pipe, guess what happens? That pipe busts right open. Okay. And you're leaking water everywhere. You're broken. And guess what happens with that, okay? And this, this is no different than how it works with the human, the human body, okay? When, when that pressure creates a leak and it creates a busted pipe in your infrastructure, in your architecture, well, guess what? That water is gonna cause water damage everywhere, okay? Whatever was in that pipe is gonna cause damage everywhere. So all of a sudden, just like in your house, if you get a busted water pipe in the middle of your walls, guess what? Now you've got walls that need repaired, they need torn out and replaced. Maybe you have structural damage. Okay. Maybe you're on vacation. You get a water pipe that busts while you're on vacation. You come home and now you've got $20,000 in structural repairs. Okay. Now, I mean, your subfloors busted, your studs, like all this stuff needs replaced carpet, whatever. And maybe electrical work. Like there's so many things that can happen. Guys, it's no different in your body. When you let that pressure build up, and build up and build up and build up and you have this negative lens that you're looking through every single second of every single day, guess what? That, that pipe is going to burst. And when that pipe bursts, it's going to infect, I'll use that word, infect everything in your body. It's going to infect your decision-making. It's going to infect your outlook. It's going to infect your mood. 
Okay, it's going to infect your actions. And then you're going to start to build resentment around all of the things that you were doing. And guys, that's just a slippery slope down into a, a negative mindset and a, and a hell that is very, very difficult to crawl out of. Okay, so I encourage you to recognize and acknowledge any pressure that you are feeling while you're on your journey, which by the way, is lifelong. Our journeys are lifelong. It's not like you have this 90 day journey and then it's over, which is why I'm, 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 I'm not a big fan of short term fitness programs. I'm just not because it, it, it implies that there's like this finite thing with health and fitness and while health and fitness, that journey might be finite. It's fine. The, the last day of the, the program that you should be following is the day you die. Okay. Like, you know, you can do little programs along the way, whatever, but you should think of your health and fitness journey as the exact number of days that you're alive. Okay. Cause we're, it's, if you don't have your health, if you don't have your body, if you don't have your fitness, if you don't have wellness, then you may as well be dead because you're a human and you have a human body. You have a human mind. You have muscle, you have bone, you have organs, okay? You have health. It may be good health, it may be poor health, whatever, but you have health and you can't not have health if you're a human being. Guys, this journey lasts forever. It lasts until you die. And so I don't really like when when people are like just focused on getting through that 60-day program that they're on or that 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 90-day thing that they're doing or that 75-day thing that they're doing because they don't really set the a good groundwork or a good framework for what they're going to be doing after that. And then typically what people will do, and maybe you know people like this, they'll go through a short-term program like that, 60 days, 75 days, 90 days, 100 days, whatever. Um, and th- by the way, I've seen some programs that are all the way down to like 10 days, 12 days. I don't know what the hell you're going to achieve in 12 days. Uh, but anyways, people go through these short-term programs and like in their head, like that's, that's going to be the big savior thing for them. And they get really motivated and they, they show up for that short-term thing. And then they get to the end of that because it's finite, right? They just have to get to the finish line. I just have to get to the finish line. They get to that finish line and then they check out completely. You know, maybe the first couple days, they're like kind of sort of putting an effort, but then they just shut, shut down completely and they just go back to who they were. They go back to their old actions. They go back to their old habits. They go back to their old routines. And a year later, they're back where they started. That's typically what happens, guys, when people jump into a short-term program. Now, I will say this before I get the hate mail, which I do get. <laughs> short-term programs can be used effectively. Okay, They can be used effectively as long as you understand that you might be using a short-term program as a tool in your bigger picture journey, okay? Just having it in your mind that, okay, from, uh, I don't know, November 1st to December 31st, those two months, those 60 days, I'm gonna do this program or whatever. I'm gonna follow this through, but starting in January, I'm gonna do this thing or I'm gonna go back to this or that or whatever. And, you know, you just have to have that plan, okay? So just going from zero to 100 and thinking that you can follow through on a short-term program and get this these miraculous results, it's just not gonna happen, guys. It's just not. Uh, but even if you're doing that, you're gonna feel pressure, okay? You're gonna feel pressure in different ways. 
Um, and, and I just, I want to highlight this one more time. Okay. No matter how, how long you've been going at this, or maybe you haven't started yet, understand that pressure is part of the game, right? It's going to happen. It's because we're humans. We can't avoid it. <laughs> and I tried to like make a lot of this episode about those things, about the thing, the non-negotiables, the things that we have no control over. One of those things is we're going to feel pressure. We're going to feel pressure no matter what. And once you understand that you're going to feel pressure no matter what, guess what? Now you, you, you know it's coming. And because you know it's coming, you can make a decision. Okay, I'm going to feel pressured. I'm not going to want to do what I know I need to do. I'm going to feel like I'm burnt out or whatever. But because I know it's coming and I know it's temporary, I'm just going to, I'm going to power through it. I'm going to work through it anyway. Okay. And most of the time, guys, when I say that, like that sounds like it's a big daunting task. Most of the time it's not. Most of the time it's actually you feel pressure because you maybe woke up this morning and you're two pounds heavier. So you feel all this pressure to perform when really all you have to do is just just be, just be achieve what you have to achieve today. Just do what you have to do today. That's it. You don't have to think about the big picture thing. People tend to get overwhelmed when they feel like they've taken a step backwards and they start to feel this pressure. They start to feel like, oh man, I need to do all of this stuff to course correct. When really all you need to do is just win at whatever you need to, to focus on today. Okay. Nail your nutrition today. Nail your hydration today. Make sure you get seven, eight, nine hours of sleep tonight. If it's a workout day for you, go work out, do what you got to do. That's it. So we're talking like an hour, maybe an hour and a half of time at most on a workout day that you need to focus to get what you, to get what you want and to get yourself course correct and get yourself back on track and relieve a little bit of that pressure. Okay. That's it. That's it. So just understand that anytime you're feeling massive, massive, massive amounts of pressure and you feel like you're going to bust, you feel like you're going to be that, that leaky pipe, understand that in order to relieve that pressure, just like in a pipe, in order to relieve that pressure, all you got to do is crack that faucet, like one, one quarter of an inch. That's it. Just a open, just a tiny little opening will relieve that pressure. Okay. Simple. Same thing here. As soon as you're starting to feel that pressure, all you got to do is the simple little things today to relieve that pressure. And oftentimes you'll get right back on it tomorrow with a completely different mindset and a completely different perspective. And a lot of times it doesn't even take until tomorrow. A lot of times, as soon as you start taking action, like for example, if you started feeling pressure this morning when you woke up because you're two pounds heavier and you start taking action, meaning maybe you go get your pre-workout or your coffee or whatever, and you go to the gym and you start working out, you're going to immediately feel better mentally, emotionally. You're going to immediately feel that pressure relief because you're doing something that is in favor for your body and your goals. Does that make sense? So guys, this is so, so, so important and it never goes away completely. It's always going to be there, which is why you need to remind yourself all the time daily, if possible of what you're doing, why you're doing it, why this matters, why fitness matters, why health matters and connect to that as often as you possibly can keep it front of mind. Because again, like I said uh, earlier in this episode where your energy, where your focus goes, your energy flows always, always, always. 
Okay, and if you're focusing on the bad stuff, your energy is going to flow there. If you're focusing on the pressure, your energy is going to flow there. If you're focusing on all the things that are negative in your head right now, your energy is going to flow there. Okay, you need to focus on choosing abundance, on choosing success, on choosing positive outcomes. Okay, I hope this made sense, guys. All right, maybe listen to this a second time if you have to, because that pressure is real and it's always going to hit you. All right. And I wanted to specifically air this episode in the late fall, like we are right now. This is going to air in November. And I wanted to air this here because this is the the last kind of like sprint, I guess, before the end of the year. And people are already checking out. I'm already seeing it. I'm going to start January. I'm going to start in January. I'm going to start in January. Don't start in January. Start right now, okay? Start taking action right now because January is going to come and you're going to start saying the same stuff. I'll start Monday. I'll start next Monday. I'll start next Monday. Guys, the best time to start was actually yesterday, okay? But we can't go back in time. So the second best time to start is right now. Not tomorrow, not next Monday, right now, all right? So guys, listen. If this brought you any value whatsoever, if this changed your perspective on this stuff, if, if you're thinking differently about any of this, then please, please, please go over to iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. Okay. If you thought it was great, I'd appreciate you leaving a review. If you thought it sucked, cool. Don't leave a review. All right. Don't, don't leave us a rating. All right. That's, that's, it's really simple. Uh, but if this did change your perspective, then I would appreciate that so much. And I will tell you this. This whole concept about pressure and focus and energy and all those things, those have been the, the key for me over the last 13 years of going from obese to fit and staying fit year in and year out since then for over a decade. It's also been the exact key that all of our clients have used to get results and hang on to their results. <laughs> okay. It's not just about how you're working out and how you're eating. Yes, that is a tool. That is a piece of it. But I promise you, it's so much more, it's so much deeper than that. And this stuff that we're talking about today is so much more important. Okay. It really truly is. This is where the gold is. Okay. So again, guys, if you got value out of this, please leave, please leave us a rating and review. And if you're at a place in your life where you know, you need to make a change and you can't make it alone and you don't know what to do. And you just, you want a strategy and you want to join the ranks of, of countless other women who have maybe achieved the same thing. Then what I encourage you to do is have a conversation with us. Okay. So you can book a call with us to have that conversation and see what that strategy would look like by going over to permafitforlife.com forward slash call. Super simple. Just pick a time and day that works for you. Fill out the quick questionnaire and we'll reach out to you. We'll have a conversation. And if it makes sense and it's a good fit, cool. We can talk about working together. If it doesn't make sense, and it's not a good fit. Cool. That's okay too, right? We'll send you off in the best direction, even if that's not with us. So again, guys, if you want to do that, permafitforlife.com forward slash call. With that, guys, I'm going to punch out here. Thank you all so much. I love you. I want to see you win. I want to support you. And that's it, guys. Let that pressure come in. Observe it. Touch it. Okay? Stare at it for a minute. But then let it turn you into a diamond, not a leaky pipe. 